Hello, Wellness Check Wednesday's community. We wanted to take a moment to remind you that while our podcast serves as a safe space for open discussions and sharing experiences, we are not mental health experts. This podcast is a platform for you to express your thoughts, feelings, and experiences in a judgment-free zone. Our aim is to foster connection, provide support, and create a sense of community. It's crucial to acknowledge that we are not a substitute for professional mental health advice or treatment. If you or someone you know is dealing with mental health challenges, we strongly encourage seeking guidance from qualified professionals. Remember, reaching out to mental health experts can make a significant difference. If you ever feel the need, don't hesitate to connect with a licensed therapist, counselor, or healthcare professional. This is the Wellness Check Wednesdays podcast, a share space, a judgment-free zone, a place to meet and discuss our mental health. So let's check in. Well, 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 you know what day it is and what time it is. Welcome to the Wellness Check Wednesdays podcast with yours truly, Brian Livingston. And I do have the originators with me. Here in Fayetteville, North Carolina, I have my man, Kevin Marshall. Let's check in. All right. I got my man from residing in Cleveland, Ohio, by way of North Marbury, South Carolina, my man, Edwin Vereen. Cold as hell, but I'm checking in. Well, I believe it's cold <laughs> everywhere. When I mean everywhere, everywhere. We, we are getting down to um 20 degrees here. Yeah. So, you know, we, we don't do cold like that. But also join us on uh, the program today is the one, the only, D Joe Dabagiri. Hello. <laughs> so I'm very thankful to have all of you with us here on the Wellness Check Wednesday podcast. As we always say, let's check in. And so today is um, a topic that's near and dear to my heart and everything because Sometimes we don't want to share. We want to um, bottle everything in and take it in, take life all on our own. And then there's sometimes where we feel the need, or sometimes the obligation, or sometimes the want to share to the entire world. And sometimes we may go even beyond that and overshare, or sometimes to share to the wrong people. And so sometimes our information, our what's near and dear, some people don't value it as much. They treat it as less than. And that that could take a toll, especially when it comes to mental health, because you're thinking you're telling somebody that cares that they really don't. And then they take that on, they take that information and use it against you. And so it leaves you even more vulnerable and even more hurt. And then you got to battle that. So that is what we're going to focus on today, I uh, believe. And um, Edwin, you um, you had a few thoughts that you were going to share with us, and we're just going to go around the table and just talk about the thoughts of oversharing. So Edwin, you have the floor. All right. So real quick, as I normally do in typical Wellness Check Wednesday fashion, I took a chance to uh, conduct some research 
courtesy of Psychology Today, and it tells us a little bit about oversharing and the role that it can play as far as your mental health goes. Oversharing is the act of revealing an excessive amount of personal information, usually beyond what is considered to be appropriate or necessary. It might involve sharing excessively with friends on Facebook or a prospective partner on a date or even a stranger in the line at the supermarket. I, for one, really don't talk to people at the supermarket. Why? Because I got my earbuds in. <laughs> and get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get in, get in, get out. Yeah, get in, get out. So even though they say that oversharing isn't a clinical condition, however, this behavior can be common to some mental health issues such as anxiety, depression, anxiety and depression, people with ADHD, bipolar disorder, uh, BPD, also known as borderline personality disorder, and can have a tendency to overshare information in this way. These conditions can make people impulsive and emotionally unstable and therefore unable to stop and think about what they're saying. In cases of post-traumatic stress disorder, oversharing or trauma dumping can be a trauma response and a coping mechanism. And um, I'll give B-Live the link to post where you can further read this article. So B-Live, the question was, what was it, thoughts on uh, oversharing? Oversharing. Okay. Okay, so, I'm sorry about that. So so thoughts on oversharing. I remember there was a point in time as to where, well, first of all, my thoughts on oversharing, I mean, I, I I think it all depends on several factors. Number one, who you confide your information to. As B-Live mentioned, you know, you can be open up and be vulnerable. And then the next thing you know, it's they're, they're holding that, that like that, that ace and hold back. Ha, I got you. But when you're really just trying to just get it off your chest, because, you know, a lot of people, they don't have therapy and they don't have people they can talk to and they don't trust a lot of people. And the minute they feel they trust and can talk to somebody, they start, you know, oversharing the next thing you know, it's just, God, why did I say that? God, why 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 did I do that? And it's just um it 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 could it could be it could be daunting. Kevin, what say you? It's come to learn through different situations and different areas of where you could either work at, where you play at, where you hang out at, that it also depends on the situation too, because sometimes some people feel like why is he talking? What is he talking about? Why is he going on about this? And then also, like you said, too, and how we discussed it last week, you know, once you find that for counsel, mm-hmm. those people that you trust indefinitely and trust vulnerably, that even then, sometimes not everything is, how can I put this? Everything doesn't appear to be what it seems that You know, there's always some type of snake in the grass, although it might not reveal itself. Mm -hmm. But everybody has their own agenda. Everybody has their own way of perceiving it and and in taking information. Like you said, a lot of people, they might not mean to, but I believe everybody is looking for that ace and hole against somebody. Everybody, whether it's intent to harm health, mental health. Uh, whether it's intent to harm mindfulness or out of body, like Joe. Yeah, I mean, it's I got I got a lot of opinions on this one, um, actually. But there's there's two different mindsets, honestly. And um, 
I take it in two strides, personally. Uh, first of all, I've discussed this with some of my closer people in my life, but um, I, I personally have a layer system that, like, think a castle, inner keep, royal throne, all that throne room and stuff, and personal quarters and stuff. There's different layers in my mind and my analogy that I don't let people into certain levels. Mm-hmm. I'll say acquaintances, I'll let them come come and go from the castle. They can come inside the the inside the, the moat, but they don't they don't get to stay there overnight. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in there that I wouldn't let them keep and take back outside with them. But like enemies, they don't come inside that gate. Once they become an enemy or I don't I know I can't trust you, you don't you're not allowed to come inside the gate. But I'll let you I'll let strangers inside the gate until they prove that they can't be trusted. He said viewing purposes only. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I but I I watch what I say outside the outside the keep, you know, outside of my throne room, there's things I don't tell people. A lot of people don't know me personally. But at the same time, I, I'm definitely guilty of oversharing because of that mentality just straight up right there. I'll tell people a lot of stuff until I know I can't trust them. Mm-hmm. And I'll hear stuff, and I'm like, well, I told that to someone. I didn't really tell that to a lot of people lately. It had to be these people, and I know I trust these people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I could trust them. I know they didn't talk about it. So it must have been you. So I probably can't trust you. And then, you know. It, it all comes back to, like Kevin said, I mean, you have your 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 confidants and people that you can actually trust and you can say stuff to. And you have to have those. You have to have that. But at the same time, there's additional layers beyond that, that even my, my closer friends don't need to know everything that is going on in my head. There's there's things that I'm I'm trying to do, things that I'm not sure about things that I'm having trouble with and only the closest people know those things. And even my closest friends don't know every single thing. And and it comes back to this. I'll wrap it up in a pretty bow. It's called stoicism. Okay. And especially for, um, for men, it's a trait that is, kind of lost in this information age where everything's accessible. I can tweet how, what I'm feeling at this moment. I'm actually going back. I, I've been making it a habit when I go on my Facebook to look at my memories. Right. And there's a lot of stuff that I was putting out. Like I'm talking like 10 years ago, I was like making a post about every single thing I did, you know, asking the entire world, Hey, what's going on in Fayetteville tonight? Two people liked it. Like, why did I make a post about all that? You know, and looking back at it, I'm like, I was just fucking lonely. Like, I didn't have, I didn't have the group that I have now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It it just comes back to if I was more stoic and people didn't know, and people didn't know um, as much about me, there would there would be some mystery there, maybe, or at the same time. People would have been like, well, let me get to know this person because I don't really know much about them. Whatever they they knew about me, they got from my thoughts that I was just 
putting out to the public. They're only seeing the, the public image, you know? Right. I fully understand that because um, <clears throat> over the last, I've, I've actually had to catch myself maybe like a few years ago. And I kind of attribute my oversharing to, I used to tell my mom everything. And then like, once she passed away, like that barrier of trust and protection. And if I tell you something, you know, you won't look at me funny. That went away. Mm-hmm. And then I started confiding into close people. But then it became to a point as to where they would throw their two cents in when I wasn't asking for it. And I would go find somebody else and they would throw their two cents in. So mentally, I was all over the place. I was like burnt and tired. And so finally, out just around 2020 when I got therapy, that helps now. And I think as of as recent as last year, I made a pact to myself. Don't tell everybody every fucking thing that's going on in your life. I don't care who they are. Just don't do it. Talk to your therapist. Talk to your therapist. And so that way, you know, you know, they, they get, you know, they get paid to kind of help you out and guide you out. Sometimes, like I said, when I'm venting, I'm just talking, I have an idea. I just need ears because what happened was if I give you like a one minute synopsis of what I got going on and then your rebuttal is a whole three to four minute synopsis by the 140, by the 215 mark, I'm checked out. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm checked smoothed out. And another, and speaking of my mom, um, just like you, Joe, I was kind of, um, Hey, you know, uh, had a good productive weekend this weekend. I'm going to sit back and drink a beer. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, looking back, it's like, what are you, 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 what are you doing? And I was like, you know, just like, I mean, I had a circle around me, but I didn't realize I was becoming the one thing that I disliked. I'm like, what? I'm just like everybody just, um, telling on my business on social media. I'm like, let me kind of scale this back. And I'm pretty sure people have wondered over the last like few years, like, you know, how come you haven't really made any posts about your mom's, the anniversary of her passing? I look at it like this. Um, I like wanted attention. I like desired attention and we all love attention, but I don't want to force anyone to pay me attention because of something I post because it's just like, oh, now I have to pay you attention, but you you're just going to go back, you know, go back go about your business. So I'm manufacturing a mechanism for you to pay me attention. And then oversharing starts again. So I just told myself, like, okay, on the anniversary, on the anniversary passings of passing anniversaries of my mother, my brother, and my father, just go silent. Go out, just go outside the house and go go do something. Be somewhere. Put the phone down. And so, um, yeah, oversharing is it just to to me. I, I've I've learned how to have a handle on oversharing. I've learned how to have have a handle handle on that because that's one of those things where if you don't control it, it'll run away from you. And it's like, okay, now I gotta and fix this and rectify that. Did I sound stupid? I, I ain't got time for all that. I, I really don't. Well, like Joe said, you know, sharing to the wrong people, it will start the telephone game. And now you have to sit here and go back and go through. 
Where'd you hear this from? Who did I tell? What group did I tell? When did I tell them? What scenario, what situation were we in for me to tell them that? And same as both of y'all said, like I'm starting to slowly learn going in from my 20s now into my 30s that everything doesn't need to be said. People who are meant for it will automatically already know. And they are the ones that will reach out. Hey, sorry about your mom's. You know, hope you have a good anniversary for it or so on and so forth for whatever scenario it is. Mm. And that's why I say because to me, it, it comes in three steps. Oversharing, but being vulnerable to trust. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the things that we share or overshare is can we truly be vulnerable with this person to Hopefully, like we said earlier, that they won't use it as an ace in the hole against me later on down the line when I might mistakenly make them mad, piss them off, or or do something that puts a distaste in their mouth towards us. Mm. Yeah. That's that, that's true because uh, I, I don't mean to cut you off because I just thought about something. Um, a lot of you know I got a regular nine to five, and a lot of you know I work at a radio station. I became so happy that I would that I was finally chasing my dream of working in radio to where I was oversharing things on the job. And I could sense, and and I'm pretty sure it's not just in my head thing. I can sense like, okay, there might be some some envy, some jealousy, or maybe even some hate. Or whenever, or whenever I would show a coworker something. Hey man, this is what I got going on. I'm working on this. They would always have a suggestion of something else. I'm like, look, can can you just enjoy what I have in front of you? Right. That's like me cooking a meal, me cooking spaghetti, and you're talking about ways to improve spaghetti. Motherfucker, you ain't even tasted it yet. I'm sorry for my colorful language, but this is a topic that I'm really passionate about. Like, you ain't even ate the damn spaghetti yet. You ain't even got your spoon, and you ain't even got your fork, and you ain't even did the twirl to it yet. Right. So you don't know how good this, this tastes yet. So with, with me doing that, I just told myself, if they want to know what I got going on, they'll ask. And I'll give one of my coworkers at my 9 to 5 credit because whenever he sees me, he asks me how's radio, the podcast, and all this stuff. Well, I'll say, hey, man, it's pretty good. And then he'll tell me about, hey, you know, he'll come back and tell me, hey, I know somebody in the industry I can, you know, y'all can network with, boom, 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 boom. And see, the thing about this, I know he's not digging for anything. I know it's a genuine place. Right, right. But but, but, but once again, I'm not just throwing out information and just oversharing stuff just to share with somebody. I'm just real calculated with mine because everybody they, they 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 may look it, but they ain't happy for you. Mm-hmm. They're not happy for you. Well, you know, I hope I'm tired of this moment every time he coming, he he beaming by the radio station, doing this and doing that, and cut a commercial and get an interview and da 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 da. Because and, and, and that's when you have to learn, like, you know what? In a way, kind of keep it to because what I do is like I keep a lot to myself. And in in that sense, especially like you know between the jobs or whatever, like I don't bring, you know. The nine to five to the cheesecake, and I don't bring the cheesecake to the nine to five. Mm-hmm. I mean, to radio station. <laughs> and so, I um yeah. So I just I just keep a lot to myself. Like if you if you want to know, just go on Twitter at the real Eddie Cool, or go on 
you know, LinkedIn and see what I got going on because other than I'm not going to be, hey guys, look what I'm doing. No, 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 no. I'm, like I said, I, I like naturally generated attention and not attention that's a byproduct of oversharing. That's a good point you brought up. Like we're talking about like sort of like compartmentalization, right? Mm-hmm. You got, you got certain audiences, like, like you kind of said, there's people who actually care about what you're doing and there's people mm-hmm. They'll just give you the kudos because they're like, that's awesome. Sounds good. You know, mm-hmm. give you the, the whole good thumbs up. And they, uh, they put on that facade to show that. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, some people genuinely care. Other yeah. people, they're just like, well, I'll, I'll keep that in mind when I need you, you know? Yeah. To be honest, I mean, that's that's how I feel a lot of times. I mean, I, I used to over. Well, I'm sorry. I still overshare. I, I definitely overshare. Welcome back, Milan. I apologize, but I was just saying, yeah, I, I agree with that sentiment that Joe Dab just said. Yeah, but no, I, I apologize. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, you said, I thought about him like, nah, before he even shook his head, he's like, I was like, well, I mean, I still overshare. But I, I think even B-Life can say, I've made an honest effort to drastically reduce my oversharing um because a lot of my stuff comes up a lot of things i was doing i mean it comes off as bragging and i don't i don't mean to be a bragger you know i like to talk about the things i'm doing but i don't mean to brag and it's actually got me to a point where like this past year i would say this last year with my kitchen for instance like i was talking about my kitchen every time i'm going out and i sound like a broken record but like Every time I'm out, even with the same people who I've had these conversations with, I'm talking about the same fucking thing. Well, you got to look at it, too, because that is a good point. Because some, I can understand that you're looking at it as boasting, but it builds to your ego. And then when you overshare too much, and it sounds like, oh, he's boasting about this, he's boasting about that. I'll look at it as it's in steps. It. You can boast, but you're boasting to build self-confidence. You're boasting to build up your ego. But then after eventually, too, sometimes, like you said, Eddie, in your past, that, and Joe even said it, when you overshare to those people who put on that facade and you start to catch that energy and you start to notice that they're snakes, sometimes that kind of deters you and it kind of cracks, especially going that towards mental health, that it's like, Damn, I'm I know he's tired of hearing me, but he keeps showing that he's interested. But I can see that he's got his own maneuvering, his his own agenda in play. And I've had this dealt to me personally that it's like after a while, they finally snapping, and it's like, well, I thought you was genuine. And it goes into that depressive, that sad, that that regretful state that it's mm-hmm. like, and uh, well, me, that's and that's Sorry. And I, no, no, you're, no, he's and he's right with that. And let me interject because I want to make sure that even my intentions come out clear when it comes to because Joe, you what what you said is um absolutely right. But I want to make sure that my type of the way I way I communicate some things can be lost in translation at times. I want you to be proud of yourself. I want you to celebrate all those victories. I want you to do Definitely. it. I want you to do it with the right people. 
and that's the thing about it. I mean, because y'all be like, that's the thing about it. like if if you share within your council, you you know your your council, your close compadres, your close people, you you know there should be no word for that none whatsoever. Like like Joe, like. I don't know you from a hole in the wall, but I'm trying to see what that kitchen hitting for. I want to see <laughs> what this kitchen got going yeah, on. It, it, it's, funny, it's funny, though, because I've stopped talking about it, right? Yeah. And there's still people who bring it up like, oh, yo, how's your kitchen going along? How, what's going on with your kitchen? Are you finishing it? Like, what's going on? What do you need? Like, what? what? And they actually want me to finish my kitchen. Like, they knew I was really passionate about it. There's other people who don't talk about it at all. They don't even remember that I even spent multiple times talking to them about it. And, and I'll say this one more thing is you, you brought it up in a little while ago, Ed, but um, you were talking about people want to have their input, you know, mm-hmm. their people's input got me to my problem that I'm at right now. Oh boy. Because I started out, I'm going to just, I'm going to bring it real slow, r- r- real slow, real quick. I started out with just trying to put a garbage disposal in. It went into a sink, to a faucet, to a countertop. I don't think it was a garbage disposal, was it, B? It was a garbage disposal. No, 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 no. The, the, the reason why I got this look on my face Uh-oh. is <laughs> you telling me all of this that you got going on in your kitchen right now is because of a garbage disposal? Yes. That man got inspired. Hey. He said, I'm going to go oh, to this. Then I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to get this ceiling fan. We're going to put this out of here. I'm going to go through them really quick. So go I got disposal. I bought the garbage disposal, put the garbage disposal in, had to get new plumbing because the plumbing was messed up. So I had to do the plumbing. Ended up getting a new sink since I was doing the plumbing. Ended up doing a new faucet since I was doing a new, since I was doing a new sink. When I took the sink out, the countertop was broken. It was Formica. It's no big deal. It's a shitty countertop anyways went by new countertops i decided to go ahead and do the hardware on the cabinet doors and go ahead and resurface the cabinet doors and then get new cabinets. ended up saying fuck <laughs> it and just getting new cabinets he all new cabinets one problem after another and then problem. when i took the cabinets out then i realized there's more problems i was like man i'm gonna just do the electrical i'm gonna do some plumbing you know what I got it. I got it right now. Everything's on sale. I got a great deal on appliances. A year ago, by the way, it's been a year now. Mm. It's been a year since I bought mm. my appliances. I still don't have those things installed. Mm. I don't got any appliances in my in my kitchen right now besides my fridge. I'm using my microwave in my dining room. <laughs> like It's just a pain in the butt. But So I have all these appliances. They're brand new, ready to go. I still haven't hooked them yet. And my my kitchen is down to the studs right now. And I did all this, I don't know, maybe like April. April, between April and now, I've put a few days worth of work into it. But I really haven't made any progress. Because I don't want to continue demolition and making my kitchen even more unusable. Right? Mm-hmm. When I'm not ready to move on to the next steps. And I really don't know if I want to continue because right now I still have more things on the docket that I need to buy and, and do and put more money into it. And I'm like, do I really want to? And I need to. I, I spend my money on stupid stuff, but like oversharing right now. Now I'm now I'm doing the oversharing, right? Well, this is what podcast is for. Um <laughs> my point is is that I went through all these motions and every time that I got to another step, someone gave me suggestions or or hey, if it were me and I was doing 
a new kitchen, I would do this too. I'm like, oh, that's, oh, 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 that's the one right there. Now, if that was me, oh, hell, here that's, we go. That's easy. Like, that's like another couple hundred bucks. Like, let me just add that to my list. I'll take that idea too. And then I, you know, watch videos on YouTube and home DIY stuff and like, and let my thoughts roam. And guess what? Kitchen's not done. Added a whole bunch of things to the list. And I got, you know, but then it comes back to like B said. You know, overshare with the right people. Because for one, and I'm pretty sure B can attest to this, both of us are absolutely proud. I'm third, we're the same age, Joe. And like I said, I don't even have an apartment. I don't even have my own house. So by all means, yes, you sound like a broken record. I'm gonna tell you straight to your face. <laughs> but by all means, like kudos. Well, to- so where I'm getting at with all this was I'm going to drive it home right now. Here's the point. I made such a build up and talked this up, hyped this problem, this, this whole thing up so much and got so invested in this emotionally. And then I lost my motivation for it. And then when I'm finished with this, when I'm finished with all this, I'm not going to have anything more to show than what I had, what I was going to show, what I promised, you know, six months to a year ago. I'm now I'm just like delaying it. It is really, it'll be cool when it's done, but I've overshared. I've lost the hype. I've, I've lost all the, you know, the freshness of this thing. And I'm not, I'm just using this as an example, but it can apply to other things. You, you get something hyped up like, um, Hey, I'm doing something in uh, the studio and I, and I have this coming up. I have some something big upcoming, and then it doesn't come through. Let's say you overshare for a job interview. Let's apply this to other people. I, I overshare for a job interview. Like, hey, I, I did great. I think I landed this job. And then your employer does us some little backgrounds on you because they think they want to hire you, and they want to see, how, like, how you react and stuff. And, like, you post you post a public post and say, I think I got the job. And you, you're counting your ducks in a row and stuff. And you're like, ah, I don't know about this guy. He's too sure of himself. He was already too sure of himself in the interview. Yeah, he thinks he has this job. Uh, nah, we're going to go with someone else. Someone a little more humble or, you know, because that's another thing. It, it comes out too in that sense. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that's the thing. It's kind of like, well, you know, if, if I got this going on, uh, who sh- it's, it's kind of like, who should I tell? Or should I tell anybody? I'm gonna tell this one. No, who should and you and you have that, you know, you're wrestling with that too. Like, who should I tell? Who should I not tell? And so yeah, with that, with that being said, if you'll allow me to close up because Zoom is doing what it said it does at this moment of time. There's a saying out there that you make your moves in silence. Because mm-hmm. the more people you tell about anything. The more people that may may be opposed to the moves that you're making, and so is it. You could be proud and happy, and I hey sometimes be boastful about it. It feels good sometimes just to boast, especially when you've been down and and things ain't been going your way. It feels good to have accomplished something. So I never want to take away somebody's joy when it comes to accomplishments goals, achievements, et cetera, et cetera. But the more people know, the more chances you leave for someone to be Judas, as we talked about last week, or just be just plain hating. 
But at the end of the day, Zoom, you ain't getting my money. We 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 we'll get there. We're gonna have an agreement in principle. You ain't had to cut me off. You ain't had to cut us off like that. But we came back because we wanted to end this in style and in the proper way. At the end of the day, this is the Wellness Check Wednesdays podcast. Special thanks goes out again to the one, the only, the infamous Joe Dab Aguirre. Well, hello there. <laughs> and the originators, the founders of the Wellness Check Wednesdays podcast, my man Kevin Marshall. Let's check in. And my man all the way from Cleveland, Ohio, Edwin Vereen. I finally thought out, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for checking in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some cold days ahead, but as long as we keep our mental health in check, and always, let's check in. See y'all next week. Sayonara. Bye-bye. Deuces. Thank you for listening to the Wellness Check Wednesdays podcast. Please join us every week, Wednesdays on Zoom at 6 p.m. and join our Facebook group for updates and to participate. We care about your mental health, so let's check in.